way we consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets a reason why we decided it's important to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute the friday edition we're joined by erica good morning <laughs> you just had to highlight that <laughs> the fact a that friday edition. it's a friday <laughs> And everyone feels a little bit better on a Friday morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Yourself? I'm good. Yeah, are you trying to get your earrings out? Yeah, hurt a little bit. <laughs> I forgot. She has the, the, the big headphones yeah. and it kind of presses against her ears. Yes. Yes. Now that she's all situated, we're mm-hmm. going to get started. Let's um, do it. BTS headed to the White House. I mean, it just, uh, you may be thinking one more feather to the hats, but it's really not. I mean, given the circumstance and the backdrop as to why they're being invited, uh, it seems to be that BTS is playing an even bigger role when it comes to important social commentary and making sure that if certain crimes are are preventable, that they will be in the forefront of it. Yes. Well, they were most recently at the UN headquarters in New York in September of last year. Right. That wasn't their first time. No. In fact. It was their uh, second, I believe. Yeah. And uh, this time they're headed to the White House. So President Joe Biden has invited the group to the White House to discuss Asian inclusion Mm -hmm. and representation and also to address anti-Asian hate crimes and discrimination. The number of hate crimes against Asians and Mm -hmm. other minority groups just last year increased by 300%. Those are the official figures. It's a serious issue that uh, we have to address. And uh, that's what BTS is there to do. They're going to discuss the importance of diversity and inclusion. Mm. And uh, also they're going to talk about their role as youth ambassadors Mm. who are spreading messages of hope and positivity all across the world. I mean, that was kind of their sure purpose yeah. in their appearance at the UN too, That's right? right? And talk about equalities on all level and respecting diversity and inclusion, all walks of life. Mm-hmm. What I what I seem to find so interesting about this story is that technically none of the BTS members are Americans. I mean, these are technically Asian Americans yep. that they want to address largely in the United States, mm-hmm. you'd imagine. I think it's a unique circumstance and also very telling of how dire the situation is. Um, as you've said, it comes as a sharp, there's an evident sharp increase in crimes specifically targeting the Asian American community and other minority communities in the U.S. It skyrocketed during the pandemic. Yes, that's right. People needed, it seemed, god-awful outlets. Yes. And it seemed to be that Asian Americans in particular were blamed for COVID-19. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's really rare for uh, the president of any country, including the United States, to single out a pop artist or a group and invite them over to, well, in this case, the White House. Uh, It's rare, but it's not unique, actually, because in recent months, uh, President Joe Biden has welcomed Olivia Rodrigo, for example, Mm. and the Jonas Brothers to the White House as part of efforts to highlight the importance of COVID-19 vaccinations. I mean, not to just make my assumptions, I know BTS reaches a wide audience, but they all seem to be pop singers that are kind of geared towards a younger age group, MZ. I I think, I mean, there is a goal there, evident, um, maybe trying to reach out to the younger audience. That's right. Joe Biden previously spoke about his commitment to Mm. fighting, you know, the surge 
against the rise yeah. of Asian anti-Asian hate crimes. And uh, he signed into law the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act in May of last year. The act aims to provide law enforcement with uh, resources to identify, uh. also to investigate mm. and report hate crimes and ensure that hate crimes information is more accessible mm. to Asian American and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander communities. It's like the basic framework for it, because as we've seen in past cases, it's difficult to prove that the motive behind a certain crime was race oriented, yep. right? But this would provide at least a groundwork for mm-hmm. it. Uh, when will BTS's visit to the uh, White House take place? I, I can't <laughs> believe it. They're headed, it's not yeah. the Blue House, it's the White House. I know. Uh, they're <laughs> headed over to the White House on May 31st, which happens to be the final day of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Uh. Yes. So uh, President Biden has been very active during the month of May. Mm. He has issued a presidential proclamation on April 29th about Asian American and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. He and Vice President Kamala Harris, who is half Filipino, Mm. also hosted a White House reception earlier in the month to mark this Heritage Month. All right. So all coming up on May 31st. We're probably reporting on its aftermath, too. Yes. And (laughs) it's well known that Harris is a big fan of BTS, too. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's brand new information to me. She's never officially come out and said... I am ARMY, but she, <laughs> she, she follows BTS on uh, various social platforms. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> on to our second story from also the entertainment section, but all the pleasantries are set aside for it. It was the mother of all scandals, I think, in K-pop. Oh, um, yeah. The Burning Sun scandal, I'm sure listeners remember it. And it seems the Supreme Court, in their latest move, has upheld Singhni's 18-month jail sentence now. Whether that's enough, whether there's a f- sense of finality, yeah. that we'll discuss. And uh, this news right. was uh, it came out just yesterday, actually. Okay. Uh, Singhni has been found guilty of all nine charges in the Burning Sun scandal. Okay, so just to review what happened, in August of 2021, Singhni, the ousted member of Big Bang, was initially tried in military court. Mm-hmm. He was sentenced to jail for three years on multiple charges, but had the term reduced in an appeal. That's right. Now, these charges include procuring sex workers for foreign businessmen from December 2015 to January 2016. And these businessmen, foreign businessmen, are from Taiwan, Japan, and Hong Kong. And they were potential investors for mm. Burning Sun, which is a nightclub affiliated with Sunni mm. and also other businesses. A court found him also guilty of misappropriating money from his club funds and mm. gambling in Las Vegas, mm. accumulating around 2.2 billion won or mm. $1.7 million. He was also convicted of mobilizing members of a gang to threaten people he had got into a fight with at a bar in 2015. That's not the end of the list. You no. said nine accounts. Uh, Singhni was also found guilty of embezzling large sums of money from the Burning Sun Club. That's right. He embezzled around 528 million won, roughly $417,000 from Burning Sun under the pretext of brand usage fees for another bar, Monkey Museum, in Gangnam. He further embezzled some 20 million won of uh, company funds under the pretext of lawyer fees for employees. And earlier this year in January, an appeal trial was held in the military court, which uh, cut down his sentence to 18 months in prison. And just yesterday, this sentence was finalized by South Korea's Supreme Court. Now, he has been held in military prison since August of last year 
Mm -hmm. and uh, he's going to be placed in civilian prison following yesterday's ruling. So this means that he has about nine months to serve in civilian prison and will be released in February 2023. I think that raises a few red flags, like considering the severity of the scandal and the crimes committed. That's right. I I mean, again, I'm not trying to say the Supreme Court is wrong to uphold this lower court Mm. ruling, but questions are raised. And I think this is a consensus shared among the public. Is this enough? All right. He's ousted from the entertainment industry. I don't think there's a way to come back from this. No, not not this. It's too big. On to our final keyword of the day. It is a Friday, so we're going to leave off on a higher note. (laughs) Yeah. University festivals are back in full swing. I did not attend a college in Korea. I don't know what this is like, but apparently it's a big deal. It's that time of the year. I mean, it's May. The weather is beautiful. (laughs) perfect. Yeah, it's the season of Daedongje. Spring festivals Mm. on college campuses. And after more than two years of schools Uh, practically... Looking like ghost towns. Uh, they were devoid of students. The classrooms were empty because everyone was taking part in classes online. It looked right? really sad. So you can understand the excitement that students are feeling right now. They're wholeheartedly embracing their college life as it should be on campus, physically, as well as all the fun that comes with it, including festivals. I mean, that's half of your college career if yeah. you're a freshman and going into it during the mm-hmm. pandemic. That's so unfair, but you have two years to live it up. I, I know. I, that's the hope anyway. And today, yeah. or at least this Better month. Better late than never. Yes, is a start. It's a good start. Do you remember college festivals, oh, Erica? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So they're memorable. <laughs> So many memories. I mean, I went to college a long time ago, but uh, festivals were all about uh, food stalls. Students would actually cook all the stuff. These days, they have like fancy food trucks (laughs) coming to college campuses. In my day, students had to cook and sell. Yeah, we cooked the food ourselves. I mean, I belong to a student club. We have this big tradition that still continues to Uh this day. uh Um, I belong to this club that we we engage in cultural exchange with, you know, foreign students coming to our school. And uh, we open like a big booth right in front of the Central Library. And we would hold the International Cooking Festival. Wait, that's so exciting. Yeah, with all the international students, we would cook up you know everything it was so everything. much fun whatever yeah. signature dishes would represent your culture we and cook curry oh. like Chinese dumplings I mean you just name oh, it this so is much like fun. the perfect potluck yep oh goodness <laughs> gracious but times have changed just a little bit I wonder if they still have that tradition intact because that seems like an entirely different thing um, uh, I think this tradition yeah. still continues look at that yeah yep. okay and it's... some new traditions to be made like food trucks exactly <laughs> and uh, everything is much more fancy than it used to be back in the days I mean my college the, the main avenue yeah. with all the trees it's yeah. called Pegangno. it's been taken over by large franchises <laughs> coffee franchises and restaurants and I mean some students apparently welcome it but uh-huh. I find it a little bit sad oh man yeah I mean it, it means but, more cafes where they can like plug in their laptops and work and things like that but <laughs> I guess you did you do miss out and I don't know like local favorites yeah. and I don't know local flair yeah. and color now one of the highlights of these college festivals yes. is of course live music <sighs> it's a festival it's a party there has to be live music and apparently recently <laughs> On May 19th, Sai, who is back, performed in front of a live audience at uh, Hanguk University of Foreign Studies. He sang 10 songs. <sighs> Apparently, he was exhausted by the end. I was going to say, because yeah. it's not a concert. I mean, his concerts yeah. are like about never-ending encores. Right. I suppose yeah. the same formula mm-hmm. gets applied at these festivals. My God, you guys are so lucky. Yeah. And crowd went wild. It, it's not just students on yeah, campus. Yeah. It was all the neighbors around that area <laughs> who came to check out what it was all about. About. Doing the Gangnam style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does have a brand new song, but honestly, like to this day, I feel like Gangnam style will be a crowd pleaser, celebrity. Forever. Like Forever. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sai. Thank you so much, Erica, for a fun week's worth of coverage. We'll see you next week. See you next week.
If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.